Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. This is where we look at various nutrition and fitness-related topics through the lens of application. We want to give you practical takeaways so that you can create your healthiest, best self backed by knowledge. Now, on to the episode with your host, Coach Lisa. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Nutrition and Life podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to get better at saying no. While that might not seem directly nutrition related, if there is one thing that I wish I could help my clients with, particularly in the beginning as they start their nutrition or weight loss journey, it would be helping them to get better at saying no. This would accelerate the process and it would also really ensure that they're changing their habits long term and therefore making the the results last. How do we get better at saying no? How is that related to self-care, to respect and acceptance amongst peers, to our best selves? What does that really mean? And what are some practical takeaways for you? Those are all the talking points that I want to touch on today. So how do we get better at saying no? And why is that or how is that related to self-care? Well, If we take care of ourselves, in my opinion, that doesn't really just mean taking bubble bubble baths and um, getting a massage once a week. It really just means sticking with our boundaries and choosing ourselves over the things that other people want for us in the moment or choosing our long-term goals over what our physical cues or instincts might tell us in the moment as well. In the end, that all comes down to four basic things. Protecting our sleep, getting in our movement, prioritizing our nutrition, and getting the right amount and kind of connection with the people around us, whether that be physical, whether that is simply on an intellectual level, whether that is in terms of love, all of these four things. We can protect our boundaries, as I said, by saying no more often. But Most of us, including myself, are inherent people pleasers. We want to be liked. We want to do everything for everyone else first. And so we often take the short end of the straw. We often um, take a back seat. And then before we know it, everything else comes before us, work, kids, well, I don't have any kids, but you know, work, everything other people might want from you. And the thing is too, the more you say yes, the more people will ask you to chip in and to help out and to do this and to do that. And while of course it is incredibly um, beautiful to, to help out whenever you can, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. It is, in my opinion, very important that you take care of yourself first before you take care of others. That old thing um, in airplanes where, you know, they instruct you to, oh, get that, put the mask for the air on yourself first before you put it on a child or, you know, people around you. It makes sense when you hear it there because you're like, okay, well, if I run out of oxygen, I can't help the others. Um, But when we look at our life or when we live our life, we tend to forget about that after a while. And we just think like, okay, I'll just say yes to this once. I'll just say yes to this once. I'll skip my exit, my workout today. I'll um, sleep in a little bit longer, or I'll um, cut my sleep short to go to work early, or I'll cut my sleep short um, because 
I want to go to that birthday party and so on. And sometimes even going forward, once you have practiced saying no more often, the answer will remain, yes, I'm going to do all these things, but at least it's going to be a conscious choice and it might just be the um, exception and not the norm. So learn to say no more often when it comes to social invites, particularly in a dieting phase or um, if you're someone who's actually more of an introvert and so on and you're actually recharging um, by being alone, you know, become aware of that need and don't just because other people have a higher need for social socialization or don't struggle with like being amongst other people so much doesn't mean that that applies to you. So everybody and everybody's energy and everybody's um energy replenishing is different. Some people recharge their energy by being amongst others. If you are more introverted, that's going to drain you more. And you might be a social butterfly and, and kind of be somewhere in between depending on um who you're with really nonetheless having that skill of saying no more often or just knowing oh, and I, I really do best if I only go out twice um, a week if I only have that dinner here and then maybe um, go in for drinks on Saturday it's important to know that because the next time next week around when you get three invitations you know to say no to that third one and just pot potentially saying hey can we catch up the week after or perhaps can we catch up over a coffee date so that um, if you know that that doesn't drain you as much. Just as well, we don't do want to learn to say no more often to short-term gratification. So for instance, when someone's placing the muffins in front of you just because it's Jessica's birthday at work, Jessica, who you don't actually really know, and everyone else is eating the cupcake, and you feel like, oh, you just kind of want to join in because, well, A, cupcakes taste delicious, and B, everyone else is eating one. So you want to feel like you belong. You want to feel like you're part of the group, and especially if people say, like, hey, Lisa, don't you want a cupcake also? But secretly you're thinking, well, you've just had your breakfast. You actually took your prepared lunch. And actually those cupcakes, you've had them before. They're really not, they don't look that great. You'd probably rather have your own personal snack that you brought or your protein bar or whatever, or perhaps even, you know, a cookie with during that coffee date with your with that friend that you um shifted <laughs> or whatever you know in that moment it can just be like uh no thank you or maybe I'll take one home with me later if I can um or thanks enjoy you know it can be anything and it might feel awkward in that moment but that moment is going to pass super quickly and no one else is going to keep thinking about it whereas if you said yes even though you didn't actually want it it would linger with you for quite some time you might even feel guilty about it or beat yourself up about it. It might put you over your calories, whatever it is. Something that is actually harder to say no to um, for me as well sometimes is, you know, switching off the, that Netflix or whatever show you're watching in the evening, especially if that's potentially your only time with your spouse, the kids are finally in bed and you're like, oh, I finally just want to relax. I can't just go straight to bed. But at the same time, knowing how many hours of sleep you really require and that just watching that extra episode or even season um, is going to cut into that and going to make you feel more sluggish the next day and so on. It's kind of like, a, you know, it, 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 it carries on into the day after and the day after and the day after. So set yourself an alarm or 
you know, make an agreement with your partner and saying like, hey, even if I, if we were both tempted, let's just hold each other accountable not to do that. I have also found that the more often you say no, you actually get more respect and acceptance of those harder boundaries from other people. Um, by now, I am well known in my in my family and um, friend circles that I'm pretty ruthless when it comes to my boundaries. And oftentimes, I don't know if that's just because I'm German or whatever, but oftentimes it actually comes across a little bit harsh um or i think it come people take have taken it harsh in the beginning but afterwards they're like wow lisa you're so disciplined with this and that and they say you're um like they know by now that after 8 30 i do not look at my phone or i don't answer my phone like 99 of the time when someone tries to ring me because i have all my notifications or ringtones often only if i actually see it and i'm free at the time um i will you know, answer and I'll just otherwise call back or leave voice messages um, just because that's protecting my own boundaries. But that's not to say that everyone has to do that. But what I want to say with this is that um, you become known as that person eventually. And that's actually a great thing. You know, someone might say like, hey, uh, that's um, Anna. She let's let's have um, dinner at like 6 p.m. instead of going for that margarita night at 10 because we know that Anna likes to be in bed by 10 p.m. so that she can go and do her workout the next day like people adjust around that and you know in the end it's actually probably healthy for them as well <laughs> in many ways it might actually inspire them to put up more boundaries and the more you say yes even though you don't actually want to the more people will walk over you as well not not with bad intentions or anything it's just the way that it is so yes like we can only show up as our best selves if we remain in our own personal boundaries and again those boundaries are going to look super super different for everybody depending on their phase in life depending on um their own personal needs when it comes to to social connections depending on um just their circumstances at the time if they're in a cut if they're at maintenance if you know, whatever their goals are and how close their goals are as well. If you have a super strict deadline for your work that you actually, you know, you love your job and you want to get that done and you're actually thriving in that and you feel like you're in a flow and so on and the deadline is in two weeks, then your boundaries are going to look way, way different than at a stage where you have outsourced many things and, um, you don't need to be in, as invested in your work. So again, what could that what could that practically look like in order to show up as our best selves like across the board though? So for example, for sleep, we really do want to start there. And if you're someone who says, "Oh, I am actually fine with just 5 or 6 hours of sleep." You might think that um because your body is so used to it. But the truth is research has shown over and over and over and over and over again, if you sleep less than seven hours on average, you're likely much more likely to die younger, to have more diseases, to make errors when it comes to driving, to just cognitive function. You're more prone to developing um, cognitive diseases like Alzheimer's, dementia etc so give it a go and if right now that seems really impossible just add 20 30 minutes or whatever to 
what you're doing right now but having that eight hour like an eight hour sleep opportunity for the majority of people is going to be incredibly beneficial in the long term for longevity for mental health for recovery for everything so if you know that you can decide what social invites you're saying yes to at what time you can decide what time you can get up uh, the next day or you need to get up the next day you also probably know that the quality of sleep is super important so saying no to those animals in the bedroom saying no to the caffeine in the afternoon saying no to food way too late or food that's way too heavy saying no to changing late plans i used to often um, <laughs> i'm i'm actually super I don't want to say greedy when it comes to money, but like I used to hoard my money um a lot, especially when I had less, of course, like as a poor college student, for example. So I'd often take like red eye flights in order to save on hotel stays and all that kind of stuff or, you know, sleeping on a bus. And now I would never do that. I would, I mean, of course, I'm fortunate enough to now have the luxury of purchasing a little bit more expensive plane tickets or a, a hotel stay. But now I know, okay, I'm going to choose a flight which doesn't leave any earlier than like 7 a.m., which means I need to be at the airport by 5, which is early enough, or no flights that are arriving later than 6 or 7 p.m. because I want to be in bed by 10, you know, all these kinds of things. Once you know them and once you have those hard rules around them, it makes it easy to say no. Same as the case with movement. If you know you're working out no matter what, three to five times per week, for example, you're going to learn to see that as a very important meeting with yourself. You're not going to choose work over movement on that day. So for many people, it's going to be advisable to get that movement out earlier on in the day or to have an arrangement with your partner. One day you're watching the kids the other day, I'm watching the kids and kind of helping each other out that way to to get to that minimum amount uh, of movement or even when it comes to your steps not accepting saying 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 no to bad weather saying no to all or nothing thinking and doing like hard out workout sometimes and then other times relying on your motivation so say say no to that drive and just stick with those boundaries that you have set yourself in the sense of Monday, Wednesday, Friday are my workout days or whatever else it might be. Think of your steps or going for a walk as if you had a dog and you need to take that dog out. <laughs> that sometimes helps because then you force yourself to just bundle up and go outside even if it's raining or even if it's cold. Um, or likewise, just making sure that you can walk around in other ways, shape or form. When it comes to nutrition, it's a little bit, um, well, it's not simpler. It's definitely not simpler, but it might seem a little bit more straightforward when it comes to the practice of saying no more often, uh, when it comes to tempting foods in particular. But also, it, it also means saying no to skipping meals when you're just, oh, I'm just so busy, I can't eat right now. Make the time to at least have a protein shake or a protein bar or a piece of fruit or a boiled egg or make the time to go grocery shopping. In the end, you're likely actually saving time than if you were to order a meal every single day. Say no to eating just food, food just because it's in front of you or being placed in front of you or offered to you. I will give you a few more tricks when it comes to how you can 
politely decline those things um in a way that is often accepted much better um and so yeah say no to things that you know don't serve you long term some people know i really don't actually do that well with dairy or deep fried things or whatever else and then still they eat them so in that moment keep at the forefront of your mind what you what is actually serving you and what's not because in the end every single choice that we have is either contributing to your better self or it's not the same is the case when we think about our social connections think about how you can have the connections that you want on your terms so don't just meet up or do things with people in order to please them once again um there are going to be people that are better off being cut out of your life eventually or just like phased out of your life and and it serves them well also and there are other connections that are going to benefit from that because they're getting stronger through your harder boundaries people again will respect that more and more and will just say we will do things on your terms or somewhere in medium you know if you say if you think about if you're in a dieting phase and you only have a very limited amount of calories and people are constantly inviting you to meals you could just say hey can we go for can we go and catch up um over a walk can we go and catch up um at a spa can we go and have just a coffee date those kinds of things social invites tend to evolve around food just because we are so used to that historically you know people are invited and they come over and so on but it doesn't mean that it always needs to be that way it can you know you can you can make things you can have connections on your own terms cut out the energy vampires or if you know if you have energy vampires in your life that are in your family and you just can't really cut them out see that you can optimize the environment around it as best as possible so that it's serving you so for instance only meeting up with certain energy vampires when there are also other people who are uplifting around or with energy vampires when you're in nature and it's a lot more um of a neutral environment so again think about it what is serving you what is uplifting you what is um in the end adding to your own happiness what can you do to to really practice that saying no now my first point would be to keep those goals at the forefront of the your mind as much as possible we do and are and think what we focus on so the more you can focus on your goals the better so if you have cool screensavers if you have sticky notes around if you have um positive mantras and reminders on your phone you listen to positive podcasts you have only positive influence on your social media and you cut out all that negative crap the the news ne- the negative people the people that make you feel inferior on social media if you limit all of that and you increase the other things and become more aware of your own self-talk as well it's going to be so beneficial so the more reminders you can have the better you might even have you know how 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 many smart watches nowadays have like an hourly reminder of hey you should stand up and move or whatever you can also get that with quotes you can set reminders on your phone that pop up, pop up and just say 
hey, Lisa, you're awesome. Have a great day. <laughs> or it could be stick with your boundaries or um, your family is going to thank you for, that you just worked out and they will. And that brings me to the second point. Remind yourself that less of your best self is usually better for the people around you than all or a lot of your lowest self. I'll say that again. Remind yourself that less of your best self is usually better for those around you than all of your lowest self. So if people walk all over you and you get bitter and frustrated because of that, you get bitter and frustrated because you're not taken care of, you get bitter and frustrated because you're always taking the back seat, you're feeling crappy in your body, that is not serving anybody. It's Uh, it's not a great role model to your kids. It's not great for your relationship, I'm sure. It's not great for your friendships if you constantly, you know, complain or bitch or whatever about what's going on around you. Instead, if you are strong with your boundaries, if you have, if you're feeling successful because you just said no to the food that was placed in front of you, even though you didn't want it, want it. Um, if you said no to that really late work thing or whatever else it might be you're gonna feel stronger and stronger and stronger and you're gonna be happier with that too and then the time that you do have you're gonna be so much more focused balanced and everything else with the people that really matter so less is better less social interactions with meaning I'm sure you would agree are better than tons that have like where you just sit next to each other texting or where you're distracted and actually thinking about xyz and so on the third point is practice 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 the no saying muscle is just like any other muscle it needs to be practiced so we had step number one was keeping the goal fronts at the forefront of your mind step number two was reminding yourself that less of your best self is better than all of your lowest self and step number three is practice 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 so how do we do that we don't make excuses we don't even need to explain ourselves to other people we can do that if we want to but we don't need to if someone asks you hey lisa why are you only eating the vegetables and the chicken You can say, I enjoy taking care of myself. I'm on this health journey. Or you could also say, hey, I've just started working with a nutrition coach. I um, have learned that um, I've actually been eating way over um, what's good for my body. And right now I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. And that other person might just say, well, that's so interesting. I actually feel really uncomfortable to tell me a little bit more about that. Or they might just say, okay. That's fine. Um, I have made your favorite pasta dish uh, for you, but you know, um, I can probably freeze that and you can take it home for another day or um, that's all right. Next time, maybe just give me a heads up or, you know, people accept that, but you don't even need to explain. Don't definitely don't make ex ex excuses and do not blame anyone. Don't blame, particularly don't blame your partner or your kids or um even your work or coworkers or the energy vampires that might be around you there is no point in doing that you need to and should 
take full responsibility for where you are. And so especially we don't want to carry those words out and proclaim them into, <laughs> into the universe by you blaming them on someone else. Um, what I have found very, very helpful is actually um, saying things like, I want to blank. I choose to blank. Thank you, but. So that could be, um, I want to start or I have started taking better care of myself. I want to be in bed by 10 o'clock. That's why um, I'm asking, can we shift this dinner to a little bit earlier? I choose to eat the salad and steak over the pizza because I know it's going to make me feel uh, better afterwards. In, in general, the more you can put the word feeling and want to into sentences, the more people are likely to accept that. So if you say, "I uh, no, thank you, I don't want seconds. I feel really great right now. That was actually super delicious. Um, no one can argue with, hey, you're feeling really great right now. <laughs> or if you say, I know if I had seconds or thirds, I would feel nauseous afterwards and it would actually just spoil the amazing taste I have in my mouth right now. Or, oh, thank you so much for making that for me right now. I have actually just eaten. Um, I don't feel like eating anything at the moment, but can I take some home with me? Or uh that was absolutely delicious. One piece is totally sufficient. Can I have the recipe? You know, all these things, they sound positive. And again, it might be an uncomfortable situation for a minute or two. People might make comments, but they're mo moving on too. Again, people are like, we're all super self-centered. <laughs> we always think the universe evolves around us. But in the end, they won't think twice about that. And if and if they do, you know, that's their choice. It's not on, to, on, on you. So really think about the, the words that you use. Um, also, when it comes to time things, you can say things like, uh, this is not a priority to me right now or... I'm not available at that time, but I can do X. Uh, I'm afraid that won't suit me, but I could do, you know, in two weeks instead. Or I know someone who could help you with that. Um, or I'm more than happy to um, provide store-bought cookies. I just, it's not a priority to me to to bake those right now. <laughs> like, it can be anything, right? So priorities um, is another good word to throw in there. And simply, yeah, don't feel like you need to make excuses or like you need to make explain yourself. Simply saying I'm unavailable at that time is absolutely sufficient. You don't need to say I'm unavailable because I want to spend time with my family or I'm unavailable because I'm going to be at the gym. <laughs> if someone asks, you know, you can say I have, you don't, don't lie, like say, say the truth. Uh, but most of the time people are just going to respect that probably. Again, it might seem harsh, um, but in the end, you're going to end up with that soulmate tribe of people around you that really count and you probably will have woven out the ones that don't count. If you personally have any questions or queries about saying no, self-care, how you can apply that to your own nutrition and um, also, yeah, training potentially um, or just other experiences, I would love to hear about them please leave some comments. I would love for you to subscribe as well or just let me know what you want to hear more of in the future. We're definitely going to go into more nutrition-specific topics. For example, next week I am going to talk about my top 
strategies for my lean gaining phase that I'm, I'm in at the moment and also what mental struggles am, are coming with that or I have already endured in my first month of lean gaining. Um, so yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review or share the episode on social. Very much appreciated. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nutrition Coaching and Life or head to our website, www.nutritioncoachingandlife.com, where we provide more valuable content. Have a wonderful day. Now go out and work on your best self.